My name is Mervyn, and I'm your host. Today we're going to be talking about the purpose of this podcast, and the purpose is to offer a supportive voice to people suffering episodes of psychosis in North America, either currently or in remission, and to support their family and their close loved ones. This recording is not a supplement or a replacement for traditional medical intervention or advice, but it is intended to provide support and advocacy for the issues faced by individuals with psychotic diagnoses. What is psychosis? Well, according to Wikipedia, psychosis is a condition of the mind that results in difficulties determining the real from the unreal. Symptoms could include false beliefs called delusions or seeing, hearing, or perceiving what's not actually there called hallucinations. There are other symptoms including incoherent speech and disruptive behavior inappropriate for the situation. This also comes with sleep problems, social withdrawal, lack of motivation, and difficulty functioning in daily life. Now, this all sounds like a very broad definition, but it's important to bear in mind that most people suffering from psychosis, an episode of psychosis in one form or another, do not experience all of these symptoms concurrently or at all. Now, one thing that I've found in my personal experience is that episodes of psychosis are extremely distressing for the individual and can be described as living a waking nightmare for the individual. They're quite terrifying and it's very important if you're a loved one or a caregiver for a person experiencing psychosis that you understand the perspective of the person what they're going through, and the sheer terror uh, that they're experiencing. Understanding it in this way can help you to have a greater degree of patience and empathy for that individual, and hopefully help them along their way in a supportive, uh, offering a supportive environment as a caregiver and a loved one. Psychosis is not very well understood and again according to Wikipedia it is however experienced by about three out of a hundred individuals in North America so it is fairly prevalent given the fact you know in light of the fact that it is a very debilitating mental condition uh, when you experience it it does take place as an episode So it is something that will pass given proper treatment and the passage of time. Why talk about psychosis? Well, I think that question is a little bit less uh, obvious nowadays given the fact that mental health is an issue that people do discuss more openly more publicly, which I think is a very good thing, 
would be beneficial to point out, however, that the public discussion around psychosis does appear to be significantly less uh, developed than, let's say, the public discussion about other forms of mental illness. Take, for example, addictions or mood disorders. Now, the re one of the reasons for this may have something to do with um, the taboo nature of psychosis. It is, in fact, a, a illness that's surrounded by myth, stereotypes, and yes, stigma. And so one of the things that I would like to do in this podcast is address those myths, address those stereotypes in an effort to reduce the stigma surrounding the condition. Now, earlier I mentioned that with proper treatment and proper, um, with the passage of time, episodes of psychosis will eventually pass. I should point out that for an unknown number of individuals, this isn't actually true. Um, some people living with schizophrenia or schizoaffective disorder may not experience the uh, recovery, the full extent of recovery from the illness that those of us who have been through this have had the benefit of recovering from. They may not be able to recover as fully or ever come back to the same full degree of functioning that they had once previously enjoyed. Uh, so that's, I think, important to acknowledge. However, myths surrounding psychosis, I think for any individuals affected by psychosis, are extremely distressing. They are um, numerous and very difficult to articulate. Uh, in a short amount of time. But think of many of the things that pop into your mind. Think of people's typical reaction to psychosis and think about the popular culture and media um, and the way in which it's often portrayed. I have a problem with this in the sense that it's not uh, it's not this. It's not giving a very accurate portrayal of what psychosis is and what it looks like for the vast majority of those suffering with psychosis. Um, so you look at films like Psycho. You look at uh, popular TV portrayals. You, look, you even look at the language that people use um, to describe people or. Um, experiences as crazy or insane and oftentimes um, this is this is the way that we address people with psychosis somebody suffering from psychosis is dismissed often as crazy or insane uh, I've I have personally experienced that and I know how damaging and harmful it can be um, firsthand for people that experience that type of um, derisive attitude and behavior 
toward those suffering uh, an episode of psychosis. So yes, part of the reason that I feel like it's important to uh, develop this podcast is to address some of the stigma associated with psychosis, help people who have experienced episodes of psychosis to know you're not alone, you are supported, um, which is support in and of itself is uh, demonstrated to be an important factor in recovery and treatment of individuals with psychosis and other forms of mental illness for that matter. Um, But to address these stigma head on and to say these are the areas where uh, the public could be better informed about what's going on in the mind of an individual suffering an episode of psychosis. These are the things that you can do as a loved one of a person suffering an episode of psychosis to make their experience uh, less damaging in the long run, to make their experience um, positive in the end. And and that is actually something that is quite possible um, for people experiencing an episode of psychosis, for them to come out of it at the end and say, yeah, what I went through was awful and, and horrifying, um, but the things that I gained out of that uh, were highly valuable and, and incredibly rewarding. And so that's my hope for you, um, the listener, that you would take away from this the ability to, if you are uh, suffering from psychosis, the ability to reframe and redirect your experiences in a way that would be much more healthy in the long run. And if you are the caregiver or a loved, close loved one of somebody suffering, that you, would, that you would be that person in their life that was capable of helping redirect their experience, helping them reframe it so that in the end, they could look back at this episode as something that was um, somehow beneficial. And I, and I hope to be able to talk about that in future episodes and develop that idea. Um, with you. Psychosis is not necessarily uh, always leading to violent behavior or um, extreme violence and action. Uh, It's not necessarily going to lead to behavior that is damaging or antisocial in society. Certainly we hear Uh, about these uh, types of behaviors most prevalently. They stand out in our uh, collective consciousness as the horrific events that they actually are. Uh, But they're not representative of the vast majority of people struggling with psychosis. I have met individuals who are very good and decent people who through a combination of genetics and stressful factors in their life have experienced these symptoms and they do not lash out in violence against their loved ones though they may be horrified about their experiences that their subjective experiences 
are not shared by the people around them, that they may be deluded or hallucinating, but they are not acting out in violent ways against those that uh, are loved ones or even against strangers. And while it is amusing to poke fun at those uh, who ride the subway and who uh, talk to themselves or uh, act in antisocial ways on the subway or on the streetcar. It's not actually, in my view, a, a, a healthy thing to dwell on the extreme examples of psychosis in our society because I believe that there are so many of us uh, struggling with this who um, who suffer the uh, stereotypes that are being placed upon them um, and the expectations upon their behavior um, that it would be violent or antisocial or self-destructive. And I know that professionals have, uh, the professional psychiatrists and psychologists and the nursing staff and the uh, social workers have their job to do when they in fact ask repeatedly, have you had thoughts of harming yourself? Have you had thoughts of harming others? And, and that's a separate issue, and that's not what I'm talking about here. What I'm talking about is the tendency to see psychosis as something that it is not. Um, and that is a magical disorder that leads people into violent attacks always and directly but rather to understand that there are many more complexities to individual behavior and that psychosis while it may be part of a bigger picture is n does not tell the whole story about an individual that an individual is much more than their mental illness they are much more than their episode of psychosis and I think that if we can view people in this way we can view them with the compassion that they deserve. I touched briefly on stress reduction, and this is something that I'm quite passionate about. Um, it's something that I uh, strive for in my own life, and something that I believe is very important for people who have experienced uh, episodes of psychosis. And to be more clear, we understand from uh, the psychological science that individuals could become prone to psychosis due to genetic factors, but there are also uh, factors in direct con under their direct control, uh, such as uh, behavioral activation and exercise and diet, as well as other factors that can reduce chronic stress that they're experiencing, whether it be stress experienced at work or stress experienced in your uh, living conditions and the, some of the decisions that you make and have control over in life. Uh, so stress reduction is something that's very important to me personally, something that I believe in, and something that I want to explore further in these podcasts. And so to do that right now, um, I want to talk a little bit about guided meditation. 
uh, in general and uh, the practice of it specifically. So guided meditation uh, is pretty simple for those of you who are not super familiar with it. Um, you can go on YouTube and search out pretty much any form of guided meditation that you may be interested in and you can find it. And the idea is you put on your favorite set of headphones, you sit back in a comfortable position or even lie down, and you listen as a voice, sometimes with an accent, as pleasing to the ear as that may be, uh, takes you on a journey. And this journey can be a very healthy experience for you psychologically. It can, it can take you, uh, using your imagination, it can take you on a journey uh, to a destination that's either real or imagined. And you can um, kind of lose yourself in that moment and really bring your uh, physiological arousal down to a level where you can really relax, a state, a state of mind where you're almost sleeping but you're not quite asleep and you're, and you're just really completely aware of the way that your body responds to what your mind is telling yourself to do. And I am, I am personally quite fond of guided meditations, and I hope that uh, you will be too. I thought it would be appropriate to end this episode with a brief guided meditation of my own, one that um, I think will be of benefit to those of you who are listening. And if at this time you're not interested, I won't be offended if you just shut it off uh, and choose not to continue. Uh, for those of you who continue to listen, uh, I invite you to make sure that you are seated comfortably, not driving or operating any kind of equipment, that you can close your eyes or lower your eyes, that you take a deep breath in and a nice slow breath out through your mouth. Take another deep breath in through your nose. and a slow breath out through your mouth. And right now I just want to invite you to feel the bottoms of your feet. Feel the bottoms of your feet and the connection that they may have with some material, whether it be your shoes or the floor. And wiggle your toes, feel your toes, I want you to feel your legs now. Just become aware of your legs, any feelings in your legs that you're having, any feelings in your pelvic area, your hips. Become aware of that now as you continue to breathe. Now I'd invite you to feel your stomach and your shoulders and your chest as you breathe in. Feel where that breath lands. Feel the movement throughout your stomach and your chest. Feel your shoulders move with each breath if they do. And now just feel your head your arms, 
and just become aware of any sensations that are going on in those limbs and in your head. And finally, take a nice deep breath in and a deep breath out through your mouth, nice and slow. And open your eyes when you're ready. That concludes today's episode, and I hope that you got something out of it. Uh, It's not my intention to constantly bombard you with uh, facts or advice, even for that matter. It is my intention, however, to provide a supportive voice to those suffering episodes of psychosis and those in remission as well, and also to support their family and close loved ones, as oftentimes it can be an incredibly challenging burden, I'm told, um, to be a supportive loved one to those whose life feels like it's falling apart. And so I offer you these words of encouragement that you would be in a position to be a strong um, pillar of support to that loved one in your life. And as I close out, I want to encourage you, if you enjoyed this episode, that you subscribe and that you email me any questions that you may have or any uh, issues that you have that come to mind, anything you want to see addressed in this podcast. You can send your questions to the email address provided. It is my pleasure to be able to spend this time with you. Thank you very much for listening. I hope that you would be well, and I wish you all the best.